Hi, welcome to Mom Meets World, where our mission is to strengthen home and family. So happy you're joining us today again, and so happy um, to have so many new listeners recently. We thank you for coming. We're grateful today to have my really good friend, Annette Nowjack. Do you want to say hi, Annette? Hi, it's Annette. And Annette is an expert on family history. And I really mean that. I feel like she is an expert. She's the one who helped me um, figure out how to cross that bridge from complete bumbling idiot to slightly less bumbling idiot, and then beyond to actually kind of understanding it and falling in love with it. So as you may remember from a previous podcast, my sister and I set out to talk about family history and mostly just laugh through the entire thing. This time we're going to cover some more specific information about how to really get going on this. Um, but let's do what we did or we've done before and start with the history of my friend and I just briefly. So, um, Annette, do you remember how we met? Do you even remember? I, I remember meeting you at church. I remember seeing you with a bunch of little kids in tow. Uh-huh. I had my own little kids in tow and I'm I'm fairly certain you approached me because I'm not the kind of person to approach people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, however it worked out, I remember Jared coming home, one of my sons, and coming home from school and saying, Mom, um, one of my new friends is Alex, and that was your son. And I thought, oh, that's nice. And he told me about Alex. And I thought, oh, that, that'll be another, that, that's a good friend to have. I think they were in like fourth grade, maybe third grade. Uh, we moved here when Alex was in first grade. So they probably weren't at school together yeah. for a few years. Right. Because we lived in different parts mm-hmm. of the area. And then they were eventually in the same area to go to school. So anyway, I just remember thinking that was so nice that they were friends. He seemed like such a nice guy. But what I didn't know, I had no idea that they would end up becoming not only friends, for decades, not only best buddies, not only college pals that hung around together through college, not only water polo um, team captains, was he a captain too? They were on the same water polo team. They were on the swim team together. And then they um, now are still such good friends that Jared told me the other day, and maybe you don't know this, but if you do, it's really funny to me, that the game they played decades ago, they still play. (laughs) Even though Jared is a, what is he, an investment banker and Alex has a career, they're both doing stuff. They still find a way with two other buddies to um, still interact with this Age of Empires online. It's clean game, but just funny and, and, and talk. So are you pretty glad they're good friends too? I am so glad. You know, to me, that has just been the greatest blessing of of feeling like we were led to to Bainbridge Island is that the, the friends that my kids made here obviously you as a friend yeah but um you know it's not the same if your kids aren't happy it's so true yeah you'd rather be the unhappy one right like you'd much rather be the unhappy one and have them be friends yeah yeah i just we we just delight in it don't we 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 just delighted in watching them yeah and they have made lifelong connections they have yeah yeah remember there were years there where we trade off and They'd be at different houses every week. Like, oh, yeah. yeah that was oh, yeah. Nice. And, and you probably didn't for know much. how often Jared skipped um, <laughs> high school when he was a senior to be at my house for breakfast and video games. <laughs> and Alex would always say, Mom, you don't have to feed everybody. <laughs> oh, but I did. <laughs> you were and are such an angel. And it was nice that you lived so close to the high school. They could yes. zip over, zip back. Hopefully zip right back. You did well in high school. You must have zipped at some point during the day. came back. <laughs> but anyway, I'm so glad you were there. We're, we are so blessed to know each other. And I, I just, um, I just, for my audience, I want you to know that I think the world of Annette, I think she's one of my, um, she's got a pure and true heart and she is such a, um, committed 
researcher in genealogy. Her daughters and I were together last night and they said, yeah, I mean, there are times where we think, mom, come out, come out from the zone, come, come see us. It's like another world that she goes to. And it's a powerful and compelling world and a very helpful world. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your journey into family history and why it's so compelling? Um, when I was growing up, I knew that my um, some of my aunts were very much, um, you know, researchers of the family history, but I wasn't much interested in that. It was always kind of, you know, boring and you know, sure. I couldn't share in it, right? Sure, sure. And then um, when I became a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, then it became a responsibility. And just like you're told to pray and read scriptures, you, you know, seek out your kindred dead. And okay, let me pause there for a second for new people in the room. The reason we seek out our kindred dead is to offer them the blessings of the fullness, what we call the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ with all the ordinances and um, commitments and blessings that are attached to that. And so that they can um, progress in their journey. And so that's another 700 podcast, but you could contact your missionaries. Anyway, move on. <laughs> well, so, you know, it was a responsibility and um, I tried it and didn't find much enjoyment in it. But in the back of my mind, it was always, this is something I should do. And so there were fits and spurts and starts like with so many other people. I don't think people just one day wake up and love genealogy. I think it is very much a process. I promise that's true. <laughs> of trying to trying to find the joy in something. Like yeah. you know, you're like you know, you're a runner and you're told you yeah. feel good, right? And yeah. it doesn't feel so great when you start. I hated it. Yeah. 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 And you have to go through that hate stage. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But eventually I something happened in, in my life with my husband and he was out of a job and I had a choice to make. Do I go back to work? Or do I seek blessings for our family in another direction? And I just mm. felt very strongly that this was something that I had failed to do for our family, was to do our genealogy and to get the family interested in it as well. And I just happened to start volunteering at a family history library um, right before um, our church rolled out their online application. And I used to be a software programmer. And so for me, this was like, ooh, cool. I'd love to help make this better. And this it was in beta testing at the time. And, you know, it just it totally played to my strengths. Yes. I, I, love com- yes. I love computer programming. I love software. I love crossword puzzles. I love, you know. Left brain. Yes. Yeah. I just absolutely love yes. to put those kinds of pieces together yes. and solve the puzzle. And you're a quilter. So you know all about puzzles yes. and fabric. And <laughs> yes, you love that whole spatial I element. Do. And so it was just, you know right time, right place, right motivation, yeah. actually, finally, yeah. that I yeah. was trying to, to seek the blessing of it, not yeah. just to be able to just yeah. not just do it. Yeah. You know? So beautiful. Even with all of that, did it click right away? Or oh, was there no. still, there was a learning curve. Okay. So tell me about the learning curve. Um, <clears throat> well, the learning curve for me anyway, happened when I actually started having success in finding physical records and not a lot of it was online at the time. Yeah. But some of it was. And then, of course, you could find websites that would direct you to where you could write away for documents. So mm-hmm. I started, you know, writing away for death certificates and marriage mm-hmm. certificates and the occasional birth certificate. Those aren't weren't so plentiful in the age, mm-hmm. you know, in the years I was looking for. Mm-hmm. But to have the document in hand, to actually see it in print and know that it was real was a real game changer for me. To, mm. You need to be in the records. When you look at a census record and you find your family for the first time, that is really thrilling. 
you know, this isn't, this isn't made up stuff. It's very authentic. It's <laughs> yeah. concrete. It's yeah. like, this is real. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I got a little <laughs> shiver there. Okay. Let's say someone is listening right now and they've never done a lick of genealogy. Okay. I mean, they barely know who their grandparents are. Well, they might know them, but that not beyond. What would you say is the very first thing they should do? Well, I would say <laughs> that they need to, um, if they if they're doing this on online or on a computer or laptop is to download one of those free programs that lets you set up a family tree online and okay. do your own research and get your own information together online so that it's shareable and that people can share with you and it's organized and it's organized sure. yes now i sure. still know people who do it all by hand and in pencil yeah. they're a little older wow. than me wow but that's how they feel comfortable doing yeah it. yeah so there are a number of ways you can do it you can put yeah. a chart on the wall and start it out yeah but um but get started so if they did a the computer started. version mm-hmm. do you have a favorite program that you'd recommend honest to goodness mary i think ancestry.com is the best place to start yeah it, me too however is not free right Right. That's true. Yes. Okay. So what if you want free? Well, if you want free, then, um, like I said, one of those, um, applications like roots magic, you can download, but roots magic is just a place to store your information. It's not Mm. a place to access sources. Sure. Free place for sources is familysearch.org. And that's where you can find actual images of census records. And I mean, they have a huge selection from around the world of birth records, baptismal records, marriage records. Okay. Um, you there, there's a lot out there out there that you can just get for free immediately. Yes. Family yes. search shuttery. And that is from the church of Jesus Christ. Website. It is. And, yeah, and once you have <clears throat> determined who your family is and you have a little bit of knowledge of what you're doing, yeah. then add that to the family tree at familysearch.org. Yeah. I actually don't suggest that people start just playing around with families with the family tree at okay. that website okay. because it's a shared family tree. Okay. And you can, um, you need to have a little bit of an understanding of who your family is and what direction you're going. Yeah. Before you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who could they go? Let's, let's say you're, you get on there and you think, okay, I've got it. I'm, it's a free site. I love it. I've got a little bit done. I have about 25 questions. Where could they go with those questions? The questions about what to do next. What What's to the do next? next step? Okay. Well, if, if you don't want to talk to a live person, <laughs> the absolute best place to go would be the family search wiki. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It is a totally fantastic repository huh. of information of websites and um, pl- other places you can go to research. And- I didn't even know this. <laughs> I consider oh, no. myself, I'm, you know, like when you're skiing. I think I'm a blue level skier, but I, I'm learning. You learn all the time. This is yeah. fascinating. Keep going. So, yeah. so that you the just family search that wiki. Family search wiki. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Cool. It's, you know, I'm a family history consultant. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, well, did yeah, you look on it. the wiki? Because I don't have yeah. the answer to that question. Yeah. So interesting. But they could also go to a family search library or what, what do they call it? The family, so the family mm-hmm. history centers, centers are what they're called now. Okay. And yes, they can go there. Yeah. Um, and they can get individualized help okay. for researching in their person. family. Right. right. In person. Right. And um, ma- mainly at the family history centers, mm-hmm. we will be working at, on the familysearch.org website. And okay. so be helping you find records okay. that are on that site or directing you to the family search wiki so that you can go off of the site. And I'll show you how to use it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And when, you, let's say you want to go, but you don't know where one of those libraries oh. are. How do you find it? Google. Just Google it. Just <laughs> yes. one in your area. Yeah, Perfect. In fact, as okay. a, you know, even though I'm a member of the church, <laughs> pro- next to the family search wiki, the thing I always tell people is just Google it. Just Google it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. And there are a bunch of other websites that you can find. Yeah, One of my favorites yeah. is called deathindexes.com. 
and huh. it just has all this, the United States states yeah. listed yeah. and you click on a state yeah. and it will, sh- and, and then it has a list of uh-huh. places you can look for death and death certificates online yeah. or who to write to if yeah. it's not online yet. Interesting. Interesting. So. One of my favorite things to Google, and it doesn't always pan out, but I wonder if you've done it too. It's simply an address or even a street. Oh, yeah. So then I'll get onto like Google Maps or Google yeah. um, Earth and you can zero in. It's very, I don't know, spiritually compelling or something to see, oh, this was my great grandfather's right. house. Right. Or this was the town or this is the neighborhood or that's the church where they went to, to church every Sunday. Isn't that a fabulous feeling? It to find is. That? And I saw <clears throat> somebody do that once at the Family History Center. He was looking for um, his grandfather who had moved to Canada mm-hmm. And, um, you know, has long since passed, but he always wondered why he moved from Michigan to Canada and finally found an address for him. And he did. He went on to, you know, um, onto Google Maps and was able to find the actual home that his grandfather had lived in. And just that it it was, it was inspiring. Again, it connection and reality yeah and not just yeah you know we're pretending that this is real. right 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 it's <laughs> actually real yeah so let's talk about those feelings like you're on there you're finding people have you felt closer in some ways to your ancestors because of this like do you do you feel like they're there kind of watching you do this sometimes um, every once in a while that's an mm. excellent question i i I actually come away from this experience mary with more questions and answers most of the time not all the time but most of the time i really wonder how they lived their lives of course they didn't know about um you know indoor plumbing and central heating and contact lenses right so (laughs) they didn't know what they were missing out on right right you know their, their lives must have been very different than my own totally and i do wonder about their resilience yeah. And, you know, and, yeah. and certainly in my own family, they moved around yeah. a lot. They just kept moving to look for more prosperity. And right. To, right. And right. It, it was, so I, I think about them a lot yeah. and what it must have been like. And, yeah. and, and to me, that's very yeah. strengthening. And does it make you feel more love and appreciation for them in some ways? Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I, <clears throat> I, in general, I love my family more. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that anything you do on behalf of another person mm-hmm increases yes. your love for them. Yes. And that love is certainly increased, not just for my own family, but for other people. Cause I also do some indexing totally. of, of records that aren't online. Yet. Right. Right. I have to say it's also committed me, not just to the specific people I've worked for or worked with or in behalf of, but the, the idea of family, like right. family itself has always been precious to me. But now I always thought of it as sort of like the people I know on earth, th- those people are precious to me. Right. But when you sort of go beyond that, it's like, it's like things open up and you see, instead of maybe one or two quilt squares, mm-hmm. you're starting to see more and more of this phenomenal quilt that's all quilted together. And you're, right. it's just your vision widens. And now you love more of the quilt and you realize there's an even bigger quilt out right. there and they're all connected to you they and they all care about you. And I, it's, it's, it's strange and wonderful all at the same time. You feel so deeply connected. It's just, ugh, gives you gives you chills. I think one of the most amazing <laughs> things about family search, uh, I mean, family history research, mm-hmm. is that everybody tends to have experiences that are unique to their own needs. Interesting. What do you need to feel from this? Yeah. You know, and you can find it. I found joy and connection, but I've yeah. also found a great deal of perspective. Yes. And how important it is not to judge people by the standards that we live by today, but to try to judge them in context. Totally. That brings me to my next question. How is that, um, 
how have your has your worldview perhaps been influenced by what you've discovered in the culture of your family? Um, that we are a much better society than we used to be in many, many ways. And, and I'm not just talking about the prosperity hmm. that we have, right. but I'm talking about the attitudes we have and our desires as, as a, as a here in the United States, at least to be a country that is better. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably been our goal from the beginning is, mm-hmm. is to be, to improve upon what we already had. Yeah. But, um, I just had some experiences in um, my family that I'm like, wow, where did those bad attitudes come from? You know, kind of shocking attitudes to me that I didn't grow up with. Right. And um, that my parents didn't share with me. But but in the larger family, I, I saw things. I was like, wow, where did that come from? And as I've researched the family... I found out, oh, well, okay, that makes more sense now. Interesting. I mean, both sides of my family, they fought for the Confederacy. Both sides of my family, they were involved somehow with with having slaves. Sure. And sure. I didn't understand sure. why we weren't better as a family sure. in the understanding of how to treat people and how to, how to even just talk about people. Sure. Totally. You're what it's like that song from South Pacific, they must be carefully taught. Little by little things dribble down, maybe from those plantation slave years or whatever, uh, to, yeah. to a, a prejudice that you didn't understand as a child. Right. Like where why would anyone ever say anything like that? But yeah. then in contextually, where they were at that time, right. it may have made sense to them, which it doesn't make any sense, but to them in that context, right, right not knowing what they didn't know. Right. Hmm. And and without hmm. I, without trying to um excuse excuse anything right i see that over generations it got better yeah we are impatient people we always want the other person to change more quickly than we're willing to change ourselves totally you know so how is history going to judge us yeah no yeah (laughs) isn't that interesting yeah isn't that interesting and with what we've been given and in our time i think it may be also i would guess gives you most of my people are all immigrants fairly recently from um, Europe um, in the last. So I don't have the same um, experience in America, Mm -hmm. but I'm imagining that it might give you a perspective of, okay, these people made some really stupid mistakes and unbelievably um, sort of uneducated mistakes given what we know now, but they were still good people. Absolutely. You know, that gives you that compassion for yes. like They were still trying to be yes. good people. Again, that's what I talk about. It gives you perspective. <clears throat> right. You can love people for the good people they are. And you can mm. try to be better for right. this generation and for the next. Right. Which I think yeah. is so sweet. Yeah. I was watching an interview with, um, oh, who was it? She used to um, be the secretary um, under Bush. Um, Condoleezza Rice. Oh, I love her. Yeah, adore Condoleezza Rice. And she said, you know, really, there's a lot of talk about race and prejudice, and I get that, but we have never really, in my mind, Condoleezza said, had it better. People, it's never been better to be an African American than it is today. Of course, it can be even better. Yeah. Of course, we will evolve further. Yes. But to say that we are somehow, you know, in a worse situation than we were when there was slavery, she said, I don't know where this, you know, it comes from. We, right. we're, we're doing better. Right. So let's keep doing that. And, and you know, Mary, I just hope with all my heart that, that my family contributes to that. Yes. You know, that, that's the goal is for each of us to, to learn from history. So yes. Not just so we don't repeat it, but so that we can correct it. Exactly. Exactly. So 
in the context of history, the memories feature, I think, on Ancestry is particularly interesting. Can you speak to that? Okay, this is the memories feature at FamilySearch.org. Oh, sorry, FamilySearch. Yes. So um, there are, FamilySearch.org is the website, and there is more than one application on it. One of the applications is to search records so that you can actually find indexes or images of source records, like censuses, for example. And then there's a family tree where you build your actual tree and connect yourself to your relatives. Mm-hmm. But the, the memories feature is um, an application that layers on top of the tree. And it's where you can upload photographs and stories and you can record your voice or someone else's voice. That is so cool. It is really cool. Have you cool. tried that yet? I, I have not done it. I'm actually a little bit afraid to. <laughs> yeah, it's a little intimidating, isn't it? It is, What a yeah. great idea. Yeah. I'll have to think about that. Okay. But, um, you know... Mm. Facebook has been absolutely wonderful for this time and place in history where we take photos and we live in the moment and we say something about it then and we can look back and and we've already forgotten that the car broke down and we ran out of gas and that that diner gave me food poisoning, okay? Because we have a beautiful memory that we have posted on Facebook, right? right? (laughs) There you go. On the day where the diner didn't do that. Yes. (laughs) Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, so much of what's happened in the past that we dwell on um, is, I mean, we, t- we, we taint our memories by dwelling on the bad things. I am totally guilty of this. I just want you to know I've never written my personal history because yeah. every time I've started it, it's been sure. really whiny. Yeah. And sure. I don't want to be sure. known as the sure. whiny person. Sure. Sure. And so this has taken me mm-hmm. a long time to figure out yeah. that yeah. If, you lo- if you use photographs... Yeah. It's really helpful to write your family history. Yes. And um, yes. so the, the Family Search Memories app allows you to upload a photograph at right. a time, one at a time, and right. write something about it. So you cool. don't just label it. You can actually write a story about it, or you can use the, the, you know, the recording feature and just talk about it. So cool. You know, and I just it brings talk, it alive. It not only yeah. does it bring it yeah. alive, yeah. you you remember, you start to remember all yeah. the good times. Mm-hmm. So I have a photo here of, of my daughter Cerise, whose birthday is on February 29th. Now, <laughs> as you can imagine, as a young child, this was really hard Confusing. on her. Confusing, yeah. right? And yeah. we kept telling her that someday she'd be appreciative. But I want you to know that in the moment, she did not appreciate it. I bet. And so this is a photograph here of her her eighth birthday party. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was really not her eighth birthday. It was her second birthday. <laughs> <laughs> she will always be eternally young. Yes, she so will. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, she has said so many times, we never did anything for my birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, I never had a birthday. And when if you can bring out a photo and say, but we did. Look but at look, your here friends. It is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. no, you don't have one of these from every yeah. year. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, you, but I have evidence that this I actually I have happened. evidence. And so, you know, yeah. that's that's easy enough to do because we're living that yeah, right now. I love that. But, but, you know, when you look back and you... and the old photographs. Um, yeah. I have a photograph right here of my parents. Um, this is a, to me, just really special because they were happy. This is when they were engaged. Oh my gosh. And I've never seen this. And that is that. Oh my gosh. That looks like Larissa. It does. That's yeah. insane. That's Larissa is one of her uh, daughters. Wow. Wow. 
That's a beautiful photograph. And it just makes me happy because my parents got divorced when I was six. That's so sad given this photo. And given <laughs> at all. I mean, that's sad. But yeah. I look at that photo <laughs> and I remember there were happy times. There, there were, were happy times for them at the beginning. For sure. And I certainly have more photographs of me with my father after they got divorced of happy times. Sure. I don't have to dwell sure. on the things that were unhappy. Sure. And I just, you know, I think photographs help us mm-hmm. bring this bring this to mind. Yes. Um that's so awesome. That, that gives you chills. Yeah. Thank goodness people, you know, we're not, we're in a completely different era than they were then, but somebody was still taking photos. Yeah. Bless, bless, bless yeah. that we had any photos at all. What are the, you've got some more photos. Well, I do. So, um, after my parents got divorced, um, my mother moved us to Florida and we lived in mm-hmm. California and it was not a happy time or a happy place for me sure. or my sister. Sure. Um, and so in going through the family history, I've been reminded of why my mother moved us back and more than once we moved back to California and then she'd get fed up with it again. And, mm-hmm. and she would scamper us back to Florida for another year. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it wouldn't be good. And mm-hmm. we'd go back and uh, we did this more than once. And I, you know, my sister and I were like, please stop doing this yeah, to of us. Course. How hard. <laughs> you know? that's so, a challenge. so that's why when I sit down to write my family right. history, it's very whiny. Sure. Sure. Okay? Understandably. But yeah. uh, no, it's not understandable. <laughs> it's, you know, I shouldn't be whiny. I've been very blessed. It's <laughs> true too. But you know, there are hard times, of right? Course. Of course. But I look at these mm. pictures of my mother and her sister and her brother, and then a picture of her with her cousin and one of her aunts. And I just remember how she used to talk about her family. Now, mind you, when they were together, they always fought. Sure. Okay. They yeah. weren't, she didn't seem all that happy around them, Right. but she couldn't stand not to be with them. Yeah. She loved them she and she had them. happy memories and she used to share right. happy stories yeah. about them Yeah. and about yeah. her favorite cousin and her favorite aunt. Interesting. And, Interesting. You know, and I, and so again, perspective, right. why was this so important to my mother right. as a divorced woman raising two small children right. to be around relatives that my sister and I didn't want to be around because she had wonderful memories of them. Interesting. No, and it, it, it meant so much to her. Yes. Yeah. And so it helps me understand my mother much better. So interesting. Yeah. And then I have some more pictures here. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, um, one of the things that I think family history really helps you figure out is cultural attitudes. Mm-hmm. And, um, this is a picture of, um, my husband with his grandparents. Well, first of all, here's a picture of, um, my husband's grandfather, he's a younger man over here with his whole family, with his sisters and his parents, immigrants from Greece. Okay. And there's, there, there's a lot of misogyny going on in the Greek culture. Okay. And it's kind of hard to understand because it's so foreign to me. Sure. And sometimes I wonder where my husband comes up with some of his ideas and, you know, he's very easily to entreat, easy to entreat. You know, he sees it if you point it out to him, but I'm like, where did you get that idea to begin with? Okay. Well, one of the funny stories that's told, I think it's funny about um, this family is when um, um, George Evangelist, um, this is George Evangelis and this is Evangelis George. So Evangelis is my husband's grandfather. Okay. Okay. When, um, his wife died uh-huh. and the children went to bury him, they realized that he had, he already had a plot, but he'd already ordered the headstone for it. Huh. And he, the headstone was completely inscribed. Now, mind you, his wife was still living and outlived him by another 20 years. Wow. The headstone said, here lies Evangelis Batista and his wife. Interesting. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, because my mother-in-law and her siblings had grown up in the United States, yeah. they were just 
aghast. Yeah. They could not believe that their father yeah. would treat their mother in such a way. Yeah. But I had, yeah. and so they had it inscribed with her name when she sure. did die. Sure. Okay. Good. But, but Evangelist was fine with leaving it the way it was. Interesting. Okay. But in helping my husband research his family, one of the things I found in, con- in contacting some of his you know, um, distance, re- distant relations mm-hmm. that, um, now some of them live in Australia. Um, some of them still visit Greece all the time. Mm-hmm. Some of them live here in the United States mm-hmm. is this attitude of, well, why are you asking you're a woman? And mm-hmm. anyway, and that, you know, Aphrodite, she was, she was a woman. She got married. She's not a Batista anymore. Oh my goodness. You know? And so wow. there, there's definitely mm-hmm. a generation that, that For still sure. feels like For that. Sure. It's evolving. It, like race is evolving. It's yes, evolving. Yes, it's evolving. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just not at the generation yet where I'm going to be yeah. able to help my husband very much. Yeah. He's going to have to do it himself. Interesting. And because yeah. his, you know, it was his mother right. and not a, not a dad that was right. Greek. Right. Then he's going to have a hard time yeah. getting information from the yeah. family. They yeah. don't want to share it. Wow. Wow. And well, yet, it's definitely a puzzle. Yeah, yeah. it is. And yet... Yeah. So Bruce has a cousin who is mm. the son of a son of Evangelist Batista. Uh-huh. And this cousin has three boys. Okay. And those three boys also have sons. Okay. Interesting. The Greek side of the family loves them, contacts yeah. them all the time, gives them all sorts of information. Huh. They've even traveled through huh. Greece with them, huh. invited them everywhere. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem fair. It does not seem fair. <laughs> Well, we're learning, aren't we? Yeah. We're learning, like you said, we're learning more compassion and more context and more perspective. And right. maybe that's one of the reasons we, one of the many reasons we do family history. And so thank you. I could go on. We could talk about this for three hours or longer, but uh, thank you for helping me come to the point where I just truly, truly love it. I love it. I have felt closer to my ancestors. I have felt them um, not far. And I, I can tell they want to help. They want to help yeah. us, don't they? Can they you feel do. that too? They, they I do feel us. that. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that is so sweet and tender that they do, <laughs> that they're so interested in us. And, right. and now we're interested in them. So it works <laughs> out really well. Thanks everyone for coming today to this podcast. And we'll see you the next time on Mom Meets World. Mm-hmm.